Blog Talk Radio. Radio listeners, 
Uh, this must mean, if you're hearing my voice, that it is Saturday afternoon and that it is the 1 p.m. hour and you are listening to Global Gospel. And certainly we thank God for another day that he has kept us. We thank God for life, health, and strength. We thank God that he's kept us from last week until this week uh, and to this very present moment. And we know that God is still on the throne. He's still living. He's still moving. Uh, He's still working it out in your life and my life. And we want you to tell your neighbor, tell your friend, tell your family, even tell your enemies to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel so they can tune in to global gospel. We're here every Saturday from 1 p.m. Until 2 p.m. And we want you to know the good news of Jesus Christ. And so we want you to know that we're going to share good gospel music with you. And we certainly we don't own the rights to any of the music uh, that is played today. But we pray that it is all a blessing to you that you're touched, healed, delivered, saved, and set free. Everybody clap your hands. Joshua's truth. And certainly uh, the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. And some of those that he has redeemed came from the north, came from the south, came from the east, and came from the west. And so wherever you are, let God know that you appreciate him, that you love him, and you adore him. And then let the world know that you love the Lord. We thank God for our listeners around the world, United States, Canada, uh, those that are in South America, those that are in Africa, Asia, Europe, We thank God for each and every one of you. We pray God's blessings upon your life. We want you to know that we are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, and we are on Twitter. So we want you to reach out to us on social media as Global Gospel. And certainly you can uh, see our show there. You can click on the links to our shows. Uh, You can also uh, leave us a comment, uh, leave us a post. Uh, however you want to do. Uh, if you want to write us through postal service, through the regular uh, mail, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331 in Hempstead, New York, where the zip is 11550. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a message, you can call us at 516-481-3187. If you'd like to call into the studio while we are live on air a little later on, you can call 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800. And those are the ways that you can reach out to us. Just uh, want to share uh, with our listeners that um, we do have a message uh, prepared for you on today. Brief uh, message of inspiration and encouragement. And uh, we do want to share our theme scripture with each and every one of you. Theme scripture here at Global Gospel comes from Second Corinthians chapter four, verse three. One scripture is our theme, and I'm sure if you've been listening in. For some time, you know what our theme scripture is, and you probably know it by heart, but if our gospel be hid, uh, it is hid to them that are lost. That is our theme, that is our message here. We pray that everyone finds Jesus, that you find him soon, quick, fast, and in the hurry. But the, uh, the writing according to Second Corinthians 4 and 3 reads, and I'll read a little down further, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, 
but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. All power belongs to God. And we have faith on today. Faith that conquers anything. Faith to fight the unbeatable. Vanessa Bell Armstrong, Faith That Can Conquer Anything. On today, I would like to challenge each and every one of us to build your faith. Build your faith level. We have to have faith that can conquer anything. Faith that can move the uh, unmovable mountain moving faith. The Bible says if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, that you can speak to the mountain and say, be thou removed. And a mustard seed, anybody know anything about a mustard seed? A mustard seed is very small. You can barely see a mustard seed. And if you um, drop a mustard seed, it's going to be hard to find. Just like a crystal of sugar or just like a grain of salt, uh, it's so hard to find those things. But that's how small your faith has to be. Um, my uncle... Uh, who was a guest on here uh, some time ago, Apostle Moses Townsend. He has this saying that says, uh, he gets up in front of the congregation, says, a little faith will take you to heaven, but great faith will bring heaven to you. So we thank God for little faith and great faith. I don't know how much you have or how much you don't have or how little you have or how great you have, but it is important to have faith because uh, the Bible says, uh, without faith, it is impossible to believe God. Faith is a belief, belief uh, system. And certainly, if you can't believe, if you have no belief in you, you can't believe in God. And certainly, you have to believe God in order to know him and to uh, trust in him. And certainly, uh, the Bible tells us to believe on him, as the scripture says. And certainly, in times like these, so we need to believe God as we look at what uh, the storm came through, Dorian came through, and it destroyed. I mean, it really destroyed some places as we look at the news and as we looked at the weather report. We saw total degradation. People without lights, without food, without water. People lost family members. Many died. Some people can't be found. Why? Because the storm came through. And certainly we know that God is moving. One songwriter said God rode in a windstorm and he troubled everybody's mind. And certainly we have to uh, be careful that when the storms come naturally and spiritually, uh, certainly that we hear the voice of God and that we see God moving. The song simply says uh, Bishop Ronald E. Brown, the late Bishop Ronald E. Brown said, there's a storm out on the ocean and it's moving this away. This away. If your soul's not. 
your souls not anchored in Jesus, you will surely drift away. And certainly somebody said in times like these, we need an anchor. And so be sure, be very sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Who is the solid rock? The rock is Jesus. Uh, Certainly he's the uh, chief cornerstone. He's the stone that the builders rejected. Certainly, we don't want to uh, drift away. We don't want to be lost at sea. Uh, we don't want to be uh, 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 just uh, shipwrecked. And certainly, uh, so we got to make sure that our soul is anchored in Jesus, that our anchor holds and grips the solid rock. You have a message. 
on this afternoon. I'm going to share with you from the book, uh, the Gospel according to St. John. And certainly, I'm going to today. I'm going to read the uh, out of the Life Application Study Bible, the New International Version, NIV. In uh, the passage of scripture, the fourth chapter of St. John, the uh, title of uh, this particular section says, Jesus talks to a woman at the well. Jesus talks to a woman at the well. And I'm going to read verses 4. I'm just going to read because I, I have time to read. And I'm going to read chapter 4. I'm going to begin it. Verse 4. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the long journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. When a Samaritan woman came near to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? But Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is, that asks you for a drink. You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his flock and his herds? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks the water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will, will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus declared, Believe me, woman. A time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is a spirit and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. So far, the scripture, 21 verses of St. John, chapter 4, verse 4 through uh, 21. And if uh, verse 28 said, uh, says in 29, Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Amen. Controversy. Just one word, controversy. We live in controversial times. And I can remember in um, school, uh, in social studies, in high school, I had a uh, teacher, uh, Mrs. Battle, who was very um, community-orientated. She, she was, and well, she still is, and very... Um, just active in the students' lives and in the community and in, within her uh, faith community. Just a very active person and a down-to-earth person and someone that was could always relate a current event to whatever was going on. 
and uh, she let us know that um, how we should be young people, that we should stand up for our rights and do the right thing. And um, she also talked about the 60s and tells us how controversial the 60s was and how um, people stood for their rights. You know, you realize the 1960s, you had the civil rights uh, movement going on. You had um, uh, women were coming into uh, a different role in the 60s. You had the Black Panthers. You you had a lot of social, political unrest in uh, the 1960s, economic unrest as well, and and the war, Vietnam War, and so many things were going on. And certainly the times we live in are, are no different today, uh, for there's nothing new under the sun. And as we read our Bible, we'll realize that there were always times of war and peace. There were always times of uh, slavery and times of deliverance. And we know that God always delivers his people. And we know that even when you're in bondage, God blesses people. And when you're down and out in despair, God blesses you. And when sometimes there's famine in the land in one place, but God has another place with an abundance of food. And so God is a balanced God. He's an orderly God. And God doesn't make any mistakes because he's all wise and he's all knowing and he's omniscient. And, and only the only person that can figure out things the way God figures things out is God. And there's none like him. There's none beside him. There's none before him. There's none above him. And certainly we believe that there is one Lord, one faith, and one baptism, one God in us all, above us all, and through us all. And I thank God for the oneness of God. Although we, we are Trinitarians, we believe in God the Father, the God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, but they all make one. And so we thank God for the oneness and sovereignty of a holy God. In the scripture today, we find a woman who we, we know as the woman at the well, or we know her as the Samaritan woman, and she is at Jacob's well. And I've done some research over the years, and i come to find out that Jacob's well was not just an ordinary well. And most wells that are dug, they are uh, dug, uh, and you dig them until you, you hit water, and they are fed by springs that run underneath the ground. But the significant thing that I always found so striking about Jacob's well and the woman at this well is that history says that this well, Jacob's well, was not a spring-fed well. It was a well that collected water and collected rainwater. And I submit to you on today that we are in a place of collection. And collection brings on controversy. Somebody said that New York City is a melting pot because there's um, different people from all parts of the world. There's different people. There's different cultures. There's different cuisines. And they said New York City was so the city that's so nice, they named it twice. New York, New York. And certainly there's only one New York. And we find so much going on in New York City, good, bad, and ugly. And it brings about controversy. And uh, we, no matter where we go at home or in our families or at school or at work or in, in politics, in the White House, in the Senate, in the State House, that there is always controversy within our communities, amongst our friends, controversy, 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 controversy. And we cannot escape controversy because everyone uh, has their own opinions. There is a right and wrong to everything, but everyone has their opinions. So here this Jesus was in a controversial situation and uh, one commentator said that it was paradoxical uh, because Jesus, being a Jew, went and had a conversation with this Samaritan woman, and it was an hour a day when nobody else was drawing water. This woman was at the well because she had been ostracized and criticized for her reputation among men, for her reputation in the community. And certainly so. So now she had to go get water when nobody else was there because she was looked down on and frowned upon. But Jesus, being who he was, welcomed the controversy. He welcomed the tension. He was at this well that collected water. And here he was to collect and bring this woman together, so to speak. And so here he is. He says, give me to drink. Some One commentator said it was, like I said, it was paradoxical because Jesus... Uh, created this situation uh, for another situation. He said, give me to drink. And certainly she was reluctant in giving Jesus water because they were not of the same ethnic background. And so uh, 
she was reluctant to give him water. But uh, as we go on and we read, uh, he says to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked of him and he would have given you living water. So Jesus asked her for something that he already was. And sometimes we uh, look at things on the natural side, but there was a spiritual meaning for him asking her to drink. And she said, sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? So Jesus is telling her about some living water. And it looked kind of strange because he had no bucket. He had no cup. He had no pots. He had no pans. But he was telling her that there was water. But she did not understand the spiritual things of God. And he lets us know that if you drink this water, you will never be thirsty again. And I believe that this woman had some thirst in her life. And like many of us, we are thirsty in our lives. And sometimes um, we can drink a soda, we can drink juice, we can drink punch. And But when you get water, sometimes the only thing that can really satisfy your thirst or quench your thirst, a Gatorade uh, has a reputation of being this, uh, the, quench, uh, the thirst quencher. Amen. But there's something about water, uh, that water, nothing quenches your thirst like water. And water is actually the best thing for you if you're thirsty. So the woman says, sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to come, keep in, come in here to draw water. Now, I don't know if she was being sarcastic or if she just really didn't understand. And he told her he created another situation. He said, call your husband and come back. He created another situation because he knew that she had had multiple husbands or she had multiple men in her life. And uh, she's, and Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is that you had five husbands. The man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is true. And she thought she was hiding something from the master. She thought she was hiding something from Jesus, but Jesus knows everything. He knows secrets that uh, your best friend does not know about you. And then as the scripture goes on, it says, I can see that you are a prophet. And so once he opened to her about her life, she perceived that he was a man of God. He per she perceived that he knew something. And every now and then, we need somebody to pass. We, need a, we don't have to go looking for a prophet or running to prophet Joe Schmo over here and prophet over here and prophet there and that. But sometimes if you just have a conversation with Jesus, Jesus is all the prophet that you need. If you read the word of God, the word will find you wherever you are because the word is quick and powerful and is sharper than any two-edged sword, even dividing asunder the soul and the spirit. So all you need in your life is a word from the Lord, a word from the Master, a word from uh, Jesus Christ. And certainly he let this woman know all about her. And then when uh, he had let her know all about herself and all the things that she'd done, and certainly we don't even know how, how in-depth the conversation went. But this woman, she, got, uh, she had such a spiritual awakening. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to be awakened spiritually. Uh, because there, if you're in the flesh, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. But uh, uh, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. This is what Jesus said to Nicodemus. He said, marvel not, you must be born again. And certainly Christ is calling us to be born again of the spirit. And certainly because we are, are carnal by nature because... Um, we are born in sin and shaped in iniquity, but we need to have a second awakening. We need to have a new birth, and certainly that new birth comes when you confess Jesus, when you believe in your heart, and uh, when you love him with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. And certainly that is how you have, uh, that is how you become born again when you study God's word and you study to show yourself approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. And certainly Jesus will uh, put everything into perspective. If you grew up like me in the 80s, Michael Jackson had a song. He said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. 
I'm asking him to change his ways. And certainly I know that's a pop song, but over here on the Lord's side, uh, we need to start with the man or the woman or the boy or the girl that's in the mirror. And somebody said that the mirror does not lie. And certainly if you hold yourself up to the word of God, certainly you will be able to see yourself. You will see your wrongdoings. You see your shortcomings. And the Bible declares he that have an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying. And so whenever controversy is going on, have a listening ear to the spirit. Have an eye to see in the spirit. And, and certainly if you see in the spirit and listen in the spirit, you'll be able to speak in the spirit. After a while, and you'll be able to speak and turn some situations around in your life. And he tells the woman that the hour is coming when uh, the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And certainly we are on a spiritual journey. This is a spiritual war. And certainly we have to have the spirit of God within us. This is the when, why when Jesus uh, died and he went on the cross and he went back to his Father, he said, if I go not away... The Comforter will not come. And now we have the Comforter, the Paraclete, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. He is there to lead us and guide us in all truth, to bring all things to our remembrance, whatever God has already taught us and shown us. And sometimes you might want to stray away, but the Holy Ghost uh, will keep you. And somebody said he'll keep you even when you don't want to be kept. God will keep you. The Spirit of God will keep you for some things. It will keep you. In a safe zone, that is why it's important to worship God in spirit and in truth. So we thank God this woman, she met Jesus at the world. She was, she was controversial. Her, her reputation was controversial, and the fact that Jesus was talking to her was controversial. But as believers, God wants us to go into the hedges and highway and compel others to come unto this great feast, to this gospel feast. And somebody said, come over here. Where the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. And over here, there's some living bread. For Jesus is the bread of life. There are some living water because he is the living water. And certainly you can feast on the word of God. You can feast on his bread and certainly on his water. And so when she came over onto the Lord's side, it wasn't good enough that she came over to the Lord's side. But she had to let others know. She had to let other in her cultural situation know. And Christ comes to change culture. He comes to uh, change tradition. He comes to do away with all things uh, because Christ makes all things new. Behold, I will do a new thing. It shall spring forth, according to the prophet. And so the Bible says that any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And so there's newness. After controversy, there is newness. In God, there's newness in Christ. She became a new woman. Never mind her old reputation. She was working on a new reputation. As of now, this woman goes down in history as being a woman that went running through the city saying, come see a man that told me everything ever I've done. Who wouldn't want to know a man like that, a man like Jesus? So, yes, controversy will come, but make sure. In the midst of your controversy, that you sit down and have a talk with Jesus, just a little talk with Jesus. Somebody said, I had a little talk with Jesus, told him all about my trouble. Just a little talk with Jesus makes everything all right. I must tell Jesus, I must tell him all. Trials great and trials small. I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus. Jesus can help me. Jesus alone. God bless you on this afternoon. Thank God for controversy, but thank God that Jesus is greater than any of our controversial situations. There is nothing too hard for my God to work out. Stay tuned and be blessed. There is nothing too hard for my God to work out. Lamar
Jesus Christ. And this woman at the well, after she received Jesus, she was not ashamed of the gospel because she went and telling everybody about come see a man. She went and started somebody, the preachers say she started a citywide revival telling everybody about Jesus. And somebody said, uh, let's go on talking about the good old way. Let's go on. Let's go on talking about the Lord, and certainly we must tell others about Jesus. We have about 10 minutes left on today, and the hour has gone by fast, and certainly we pray that everyone um, that was in the storm and survived the storm, we pray God's blessings upon them. We know that there are many efforts out there um, to bring relief to the storm victims to bring food and uh, provide shelter and clothing. And um, it is an awesome thing. And it is a ministry just to um, serve others in their time of need, in their time of trouble. And certainly on today... Um, as we come to the close, um, it's going to try to get us in a good churchy mood. But as we come to the close of the day, close of the hour, uh, certainly we just do want to offer prayer to our listeners. Just want you to know that in the midst of controversy, the Lord is there, that He'll be with you. In six troubles and in seven shall the evil come nigh thee. Father in heaven, we thank you for this another day. For this is the day that you have made. We thank you again for life, health, and strength. We thank you for the opportunity to share your word because your words are spirit and they are life. We thank you, God, that uh, we are in a season uh, that may be controversial and tumultuous but God we recognize that you are still on the throne that you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think we recognize God that you are the author and the finisher of our faith we recognize oh God that um, you are the one that gives life and certainly we recognize God that you are the sustainer of life and certainly that you bring new life into dead situations and God we thank you for every listener God so those that are bound those that are sick that are afflicted those that are diseased those that are oppressed God we thank you God we thank you today that healing is the children's bread we thank you God that many are the afflictions of the righteous but you deliver us out of them all we thank you oh God that by your stripes we are healed God we thank you that you were born we thank you that you lived God, we thank you that you died for the remission of our sins. And God, we thank you that we rose with all power in your hands with victory 
over death, hell, and the grave. And we thank you today that we might have a right to the tree of life. All we have to do is confess uh, that you are Lord and believe in our hearts, and certainly we will be saved. Uh, God, save us right now from this untoward and wicked generation. Uh, lift heavy burdens, destroy the yoke of bondage. God, cover us with your blood, God. Uh, bind the spirit of suicide right now in the name of Jesus. Let someone know that they can live and certainly that they can live on tomorrow, that they can live on today, they can live on next week, that they don't have to end it all. And God, we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, you're listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. We are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. And certainly we want you to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. I cannot stress it enough to tune in to Global Gospel. And I think... um, Let's have a little bit of church. Evangelist Dorothy Norwood, as we come to a close, make sure uh, you make it to somebody's church tomorrow. Uh, It doesn't matter. Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, Episcopalian, Catholic. Go somewhere where God's word is being preached and certainly get some direction for your life because certainly there is a word from the Lord. Have a listening ear. Hear him in the spirit. O Zion. What's the matter now? Put your hands together. Y'all don't know nothing about that way up here in New York, do you? Huh? And I remember when I used to get in that church, uh, 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 sometimes it seemed like the crowd uh, was kind of, kind of, kind of dead. They were just laid back. Like some of y'all here tonight.
again for listening to Global Gospel. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.